Good morning and praise the Lord, dearly beloved, and to the church in the house. God's word for today, Numbers chapter 13, beginning in verse 17. And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said unto them, Get you up this way southward and go up into the mountain and see the land what it is. And the people that dwelleth therein, whether they be strong or weak, few or many, and what the land is that they dwell in, whether it be good or bad, or what cities they may be that they dwell in, whether in tents or in strongholds, and what the land is, whether it be fat or lean, whether there be wood therein or not, and be of good courage, and bring of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the time of the first ripe grapes. So they went up and searched the land from the wilderness of Zen unto Rehob, as men come to Hamath. And they ascended by the south and came unto Hebron, where Ahiman, Sheshah, and Telmeel, the children of Anak, were. Now Hebron was built seven years before Zoan in Egypt. And they came unto the brook of Eskol and cut down from thence a branch with one cluster of grapes that bear it between two upon a staff. And they brought up the pomegranates and all the figs. The palace was called the Brook Eskol because of the cluster of grapes which the children of Israel cut down from thence. And they returned from the searching of the land after forty days. And they went out and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. This is a very good example of having faith in what God promises. Let us learn to not let people around us or circumstances cause us to doubt God. Have great faith in God and in those that God has proven that he has put in your life as leaders, especially when they're teaching and leading you with the Holy Scriptures. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and for the evidence of things not seen. Change will not come if we wait for some other person or if we wait for some other time. 
We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. Barack Obama. Love God, love others, and love yourself again today. Let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, again this morning we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory for your goodness and for your mercy. Thank you for the opportunity to experience the dawn of this new day, and God, and that with the saints of our mind and activity of our limbs. <clears throat> we ask you, God, to please again this morning to forgive us <clears throat> anywhere and everywhere we failed in word and deed or in thought, and let the Holy Ghost have its way in our life. We give you praise, honor, and glory today, Lord God, because you're God and you're God alone. And we know that it is you that have chosen us. The scriptures points that out to us. We know that you're God and you're God alone. History teaches us that. We see, God, your handiwork. We see what you have done. And you've allowed by the indwelling of your spirit for us to understand why you've done what you've done. It helps us to understand even today what's going on. We have some understanding as to why it's going on. God, in Jesus' name we pray today. Then we ask the Lord God to continue to lead, guide, and direct us and keep us safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. We ask you, God, to continue to prove yourself in our life and help us to realize that you have put us on a course in life by the indwelling of your spirit that it's a path that you have put us on and we're to walk it without fear, favoritism, or compromise. That we're to walk this path with perseverance, courage, with compassion, with, with love and joy. God, because you have put us on this path in life that we are to be light in the darkness in the world because you've chosen us to be children of the day and not children of darkness and of the night. And for that, we thank you. We know God again this morning that you have chosen us to put us in the place that we're in, and we thank you. And we ask you, God, again today to let love, joy, peace, and happiness fill our lives and let him, the little prosperity and salvation, overtake us as we go. We pray this morning, Holy Father, that you would just look in on all our pastors, preachers, and teachers of the gospel of Christ. Look into every church where this gospel is being preached, God, where it's been taught that you refresh every pastor, God, and every teacher and preacher, God, that we preach it and teach it without fear, favoritism, or compromise. That we preach it and teach it with purpose, with pride, dignity, and diligence to help people come out of darkness and the lack of understanding of the intended purpose of the gospel into this marvelous light and into this understanding that is brought to us by your spirit. That we no longer walk in darkness and we no longer walk in with not knowing and not knowing that we don't know like so many still, God. Because they say, I know God and I know Jesus and all these things, God. But they don't know you in the parting of their sin. They don't know you by the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And I'm asking you, God, to stir their hearts. And God, let your word come alive in every one, God, if, that they can be, have received the baptism of your spirit. And they'll have the indwelling of the Christ of God. We ask God to turn every home into a God-presence home with prayer and with seeking your face with, through your word. We ask you, God, to look on all those that are sick and shut in and get them out of their sick rooms and out of their sick beds, God, and get them back on their feet. Whatever the sickness is, whatever the disease is, it's but a light thing for you. You've proven that to us, God, through your word. You've even raised the dead, God. You've opened blind eyes. You've opened deaf ears. You've taken paralysis off of people. 
God, and we know that you're that God today. Do it, God, again. Continue to do it, God. Proving you who you are, God, to the non-believer and folks that follow in some other religion that try to defy and denounce this religion, God, that you have allowed your son to come into earth and to bring to the knowledge and to demonstrate to humanity. God, and we thank you for it today. We ask you, God, to look on those that have lost their way because they're leading to their own feelings and their own emotions. God, and we ask you, Lord, to turn their hearts, God, in the name of Jesus to Christ, and they will repent of the error that they made without seeking you, and you will hear their cry, God, and get them back on the right path in life that they can say like the psalmist, God heard my cry and got me out of a horrible pit out of the miry clay and put me on a solid rock and established my going. Do it, God, like only you can. For those days, God, that um, those of us, God, have lost, men have lost their self-sufficiency, they've lost, God, hallelujah, God, their financial independence. God, let what you did for Job become a reality in the life of every believer to the household of faith, God, those that seek you in sincerity and in truth. Let these latter days be better than the former days. In the name of Jesus to Christ, we pray. We thank you this morning. Continue to prove yourself, God, in all our lives. We ask the Lord God again today that baptize us with the Holy Ghost, that we can have the indwelling of the Christ of God, so that when the Lord Jesus Christ stands in the clouds on that great day, we'll be able to hear his voice, God, and be called up to meet him in the air. We pray that you will strengthen the hearts of those that are losing loved ones, God, to help them to know that they will seek you in sincerity. You will strengthen them to be able to move forward in a productive way. We thank you, we praise you, and we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray and we believe it so because we do ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and thank you, God. Remember, things are not as bad as they seem. Nothing can happen to you, David, God, and you can't handle. Keep telling yourself, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now. So you go well and be safe.